This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am so excited to be joined by someone I would consider a friend. We have been chatting on social media for a long time, and I'm so excited she's finally here. You know her from Real Housewives of New Jersey, and of course, lots of stuff she's been up to since then. Please welcome Ashley Maleo. Hi, Ashley. Hi. I'm so excited to be talking with you. Can I just say... You're a very entertaining follow on Instagram because you you give me everything. I get comedy from you. I get all of my Bravo information, um, really good in-depth movie reviews. Um, and then I found out you can sing. I'm like, Thank he you. does everything. Yeah, no, I try to be a jack of all <laughs> trades. Um, speaking of the Bravo news, what what are you into these days? Do you watch a lot of Bravo or is it kind of a little tough for you to get into it after being seeing how the sausage is made? It's... Yeah, it is a little tough just because it feels so um I just know there's always stuff going on behind the scenes like you know like it the earlier seasons of everything just because when reality TV was so new it's like the cast didn't know how to manipulate things but now it's like they're they're smart, you know, they know kind of how to play the game and so it's not as fun for me to watch certain reality TV anymore but I do watch Vanderpump Rules I'm a big um, Vanderpump fan. I don't really watch many of the Housewives franchises. I get all of my Housewives news like from you, honestly. So <laughs> speaking of Vanderpump Rules, just yesterday, Tom and Katie announced that they are splitting up. That's the big news this week. Uh, what are your feelings about yeah. that? How, are you surprised? Did you see it coming? Uh, there's always, like I said, there's always stuff behind the scenes. So you know, we only see like a small percentage of their life. Like based on what we see on the show, I'm not surprised. It's still sad though, you know? And then, but I don't know what their relationship was like. Like, I think Tom in his statement even said something about that. Like we've had plenty of romantic whatever moments and all that stuff. So it's like, you know, you never know their life, but they seem like they're in a good place. So I think that's good. It doesn't seem toxic. They both kind of put out a mutual statement. Their friends were commenting on both of their posts. So it's not like, I don't think it's anything like too yeah. scandalous. I think they're handling it well. It's hard because their relationship yeah. has been such a central part of Vanderpump Rules for so long. And so it's like, where where do we go from here? I assume, Assuming they have another season coming, it's like, is every does anyone leave the show or do we unpack it together? It's always curious to see like how that dynamic changes. I know. And then I saw, like, I think you posted this, actually. It was, like, the same day James Kennedy posted he's, like, in a new relationship. And I was like, ugh, I come on. I need, I need like, sweet <laughs> I Raquel to be okay. <laughs> I know. I know. She's you, so cute. Do you, like, know the Vanderpump crew at all? Because you were still on Jersey when that show started, I think. Yeah? 
Yeah. I haven't met them. Um, I have like briefly talked to Sheena on like Instagram. I've, uh, I think like Stassi one time posted something about wanting makeup recommendations, like for primer or something when, for when she's in labor and I gave her some tips and she just said, thank you. Um, so I don't, I don't know them like that. Oh, um, I'm friends with Brett Cap, yeah. you know, Caprioni. Um, I'm friends with him. Um, but that's about it. You know, he's not on there anymore, obviously. Um, but <laughs> there's, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're really cool people though. I, I, I like the cast yeah. a lot. I just don't know them um, on that so level. So you, you were living in Nevada for a while, right? Like with your, with your mom and then you came back. Yeah, I was there for like And then you came months. back to New Jersey during the pandemic. What mm-hmm. was it like, the decision to come back? Like how has it been kind of readjusting? Um, It's funny because like I, I grew up in Vegas um, for the most part. I moved to New Jersey when I was in like fifth grade and then I would go out there, you know, twice a year. And every time I would go out there throughout the course of my life, it was always vacation mode. And even when I was living in LA, I would go to Vegas all the time. And I was just kind of in my bubble with my family. I didn't realize how much Vegas has actually changed <laughs> um, as far as the parts you actually live in, like outside of the strip and things like that. Um, so when I was out there, I there's a lot that I love about it, but you know, I did miss New Jersey. And then, um, so yeah, I don't know. My, my husband's job is here. And so we came back here and, uh, yeah, but I, I like where I'm living now. I'm living in, um, Pompton Plains, New Jersey. (laughs) And it's really, it's a really nice area. Um, as far as the people, like the people are just like really kind and, um, yeah, Franklin Lakes and, and Bergen County in general, it can be a little, I mean, you've seen it on the show, how kind of <laughs> the people are. So it was cool kind of uh, getting out of that environment. And I'm like, oh, there's like really nice people in New Jersey. I have no idea. Yeah. So <laughs> Speaking of getting out of that environment, your mom obviously is not living in New Jersey anymore. And people, I think sometimes don't realize that. And every every everybody who's ever been a housewife will always be dragged into the conversation of like, Will will Jacqueline come back? Will Dina come back? Like everybody yeah. is always on the table, and it's like, no, actually, she doesn't live there. Um, do you feel <laughs> yeah. like? Do you feel like it was important for your mom after she left the show to kind of get that s- physical separation from being in New Jersey? Um, no, I think she would have been fine either way. But I think it's definitely nice for her right now being where she is because. It's not just like, oh, they moved to Vegas. Um, you know, that's where my grandparents are, her parents. So it's like her parents are there, my uncle, her brother is there, and um, cousins, things like that. So she kind of, you know, has her whole family back. Um, you know, being in New Jersey, you know, we love my dad's family, but, you know, it's still when it's yours, it's, you know, it's different. So she has kind of like her side of the family around all the time now. And, um, you know, she has her best friends there that she, spent such a big chapter of her life with. So she's happy. I don't think she needed that. I think she would have been fine here, but she's definitely like in a good place over there for sure. I love. Yeah. Speaking of your dad's family, I, first of all, your son is like the cutest kid in the world. I always love seeing him pop up on my (laughs) timeline, but you posted a picture of him with little Marquesa, Lauren's daughter. How, how has it been kind of in a new phase of your life with that side of the family where you're older now, some of you have kids, what has that been like kind of 
spending time together now that things are so different? It's so great. Like, it's just wild. Like, it's just how fast, you know, time has gone. It's like when I think of myself, like when I was 21 versus now being 31, and it's just like, but I don't, I don't know her, you know, it's like, it's crazy. So, um, and seeing like, you know, Lauren be a mom, like she's such a good mom. She, it's, she keeps it pretty private, I think, on social media. Like she shares a lot, but she also holds back too. I think she doesn't give herself like enough credit as far as like what a good mom she is. Um, and it's great. And Albie is like just such a good uncle. And he's even like with Cameron, you know, like they're just, it's great. It's so fun. Like Marky's birthday party was, it was awesome. It was, you know, there was a whole DJ, of course, the whole thing at the Brownstone. It was a whole (laughs) event. And just seeing all the little kids like dancing on the dance floor. And I'm like, I used to get drunk here on New Year's. And now like I'm watching my kids dance with Elsa, you know, crazy. (laughs) What is it like for you revisiting? (laughs) Obviously the Brownstone for us is like this TV iconic space, but for you, it's like the family business for part of your family. Like what does it feel at all weird being in that place where so much stuff has gone down that the world knows about? No, it is. It's, I think for me, it is kind of always one of those things where like there's a memory everywhere in it, you know, from one of the first things I, I did when we moved here was like the the New Year's party they would have every year there. And so it's just every time I go to the Brownstone, I just think of every single New Year's Eve for so long. I think of all the different birthday parties we've had. like, And because it's such a popular space here, it's not even stuff with my family. My friends have done things there. And um, so, yeah, it's always nostalgic when when we go there. It's it's probably just as iconic to me as it is to the, <laughs> to the viewers, like you were saying. <laughs> it might be a little different for like Albie, Lauren, and Chris, because for them – yeah, they were, you know, they would hang out in the office, you know, late at night with their dad and stuff like that, where my version was like, I would kind of do that too, but more so on special occasions where they were there like all the time. So it's probably the same for me as it is for you guys. (laughs) Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. 
please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with honey love. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around, the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe, and you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want. With tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences, every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. A lot of people were asking about, obviously we know that Dina and Caroline have not been on the best of terms. Do you keep up with Dina at all, or is she kind of like doing her own thing out in California? So I did. Um, I have no problem with her, no problem with Lexi, nothing like that. Um, But I noticed recently that they both unfollowed me. And I had to like, because I'm very impulsive. So I was like, did I say anything recently that could have offended them? (laughs) And I was like recapping. I was like, no. Um, so I don't know. They just, they unfollowed me. So then I just unfollowed them back. And that's, that's that. I'm like, I'm not going to follow you if you're not following oh, me. I, and that's kind of it. And I haven't talked I to I totally them, get so. that. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like I will like black out things that I do on social media sometimes. So I'm like, did I tweet something? <laughs> or like, did I like respond to a story? Like I'm like <laughs> making sure, like flipping yeah. through in my mind. But that's, I mean, it's, it, I feel like we hear about that so much. And obviously for people who are, you know, on these shows or in the public eye, there's more attention being paid to kind of who's following who, who's commenting on whoever's post. But I mean, just, I guess family just has ups and downs like that too. I don't know. It's it's a hard dynamic, I'm sure. Yeah, I know. The only thing I could think of is that like, I obviously spend a lot of time around my Aunt Caroline and that side of my family. So I'm like, maybe she just didn't want to see me posting stuff anymore. I don't know. So Dina and Teresa are still like BFFs. That's always so funny to me. I'm like, because I feel like they're just- yeah. They were they were actually just in Vegas uh, recently. Um, yeah, they they went out to dinner. They were gonna uh, they invited my my mom and dad, but just scheduling reasons and stuff, they couldn't join them. But um, I thought that would have been fun. I kind of mad that they couldn't uh, go. That would have okay. <laughs> I have to say. If they had posted, if Jacqueline had gone and they had posted a picture together, that would have kind of broken the internet a little bit. <laughs> I think it would have. Yeah, I know. You know, family first. It is funny, like the early seasons of Real Housewives of New Jersey, I feel like are this like time capsule of a lot of chaos, but also a lot of really fun family moments. And the fact that it was like yeah. your family, all the, you know, the Manzo, Larita whole dynamic, and then the Judices and the Gorgas, like it really does feel like this kind of 
bottled up thing that you could never quite have that again. Like it would be really hard to cast that on a show. Yeah. I think it's like most of the shows at the time, it it was kind of like casted people and the kind of random, you know, created friend groups where with us, it like we didn't know we were going to be housewives um, right. I say we just because my mom, I know I'm not a housewife. Let's calm down, everybody. Um, but, I can, I can like, smell the comments the now. It's is. like she thinks she's a housewife. I know. <laughs> I know. I always have to prepare myself <laughs> mentally for that. Um, but it's like, yeah, that's we didn't know that's what the show was going to be. It was called The Untitled New Jersey Project. Um, and it was just kind of like, uh, you know, it started like it was us. And then they threw in the wild card, which was Danielle and um, so that was the only thing that felt a little weird. Um, but yeah, so it was different when it came out. It was kind of like, oh, they're sisters and they're sister-in-laws and they've known this person like their whole lives. And, you know, and then enter Melissa. It's like, oh, now that's her sister-in-law. And then Kathy, it's like, oh, her cousin. Like it is. It, that family element was just like really different and it was just more organic. And I think people felt that. Um, yeah. And another thing too, because I, I always like, I think was it Vicky and Ramona like fight about who put housewives on the Mm -hmm. map. Is that what they did about every time I hear that conversation, it bothers me because they might've been first, but I think we all know the table flip with Teresa is what did it. That was like the first thing that like, like real houses of New Jersey was on South park. Was Vicky on South park? (laughs) I don't think Vicky was on South park. I will say, I mean, (laughs) I feel like each franchise kind of has their own like, piece of the puzzle of what made housewives what it is but that table flip i think more than any other single moment like i was in high school when that was airing and i did not watch housewives at the time i didn't start watching housewives until years after that and like i knew exactly what that was you know that was it was so (laughs) relevant whereas like i knew that people liked new york i knew that people watched atlanta but like i didn't have a a moment in my head like i did with that table flip yeah, exactly. Were you, were, exactly. You at, were you at that dinner? Yeah. Everybody was at that dinner. Like The little kids were at that dinner. <laughs> yeah. I think we just feel like um, like we were, there was like a kid's table of sorts that we were at. And I think when things start to kind of uh, happen, like when you can hear voices being raised and things like that, there, there's kind of like a magnetism, I think, with the kids. So they started yelling and like Lauren and I both stood up. And then, like, I go stand kind of by my mom, but behind her. She's standing, like, by her mom, but behind her. And, um, you know, that's kind of we're, like, always ready to defend, clearly. <laughs> um, so it's like um, – but, yeah, it was crazy. It was, like, the craziest thing ever. And then it, what, what was crazier is when cameras, like, went down because it was, like, nothing happened. <laughs> like, Teresa was just, like – was that okay? Was I fine? It's like, no. I feel like Teresa <laughs> is, has that ability more than anyone else to go from 100 back to zero and be like, yeah, like, whatever. It oh, yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah. Like we all go from zero to 100 and we're like amped up and like are feeling adrenaline. And then Teresa just goes right back down to zero. And it's like, we're all like frantic still. And you're just like calm, like nothing happened. Yeah, that was, so you were old enough when the show started, like you were saying, to kind to kind of pick up on what was happening. You weren't a little kid. You were involved in some yeah. of the drama. What was it like when you found out you were going to do the show or were auditioning to do the show? Was that like a family decision? <sighs> were you ever not interested in participating? Or how did that go? 
Oh my gosh. It's, I mean, I definitely was interested. I was, I, I always make jokes like, because I feel like at the time, like when it happened, I was like, I manifested this. Um, and I just, you know, the only thing I knew about reality TV really was like, I'd seen the Osbournes. I knew this wasn't going to be that. And then like the Hills. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. And I was just, I was just an asshole really. Um, I was just like, oh my God, I'm going to be on TV. And I didn't realize like the long-term effects of, of certain things. It was just kind of like, I was just listening to like whatever. I'm not, bla- I hate when like, they're like, it was the producers. It, it wasn't. I was just going through like a time. But also like, like if producers were like in certain interviews or things like that, like they kind of feed you stuff. And like, I would let, you know, I would get like amped up and like, you know, and it's also certain things like they, you know, they stick you in a room together and they don't, that they, there's a topic that needs to be discussed and like, they're not going to stop filming until the topic is discussed, you know? So it's like, you just kind of do your job essentially and then get out of there. Yeah. I think one thing that I was struck by, because I asked people to send in questions for you and it's like, people think that you have no realization that some of the stuff that happened when you were on the show was like cringeworthy. And I'm like, no, I think she knows. (laughs) Like... Yeah, I literally just posted like a reels video recently yeah. <laughs> about like stuff. No, there's stuff that literally I don't even know. And I don't even think it was like like I feel like I outgrew so much and then I had my son and I outgrew even more. Like I always make jokes like I must have had like a hormonal imbalance and then I had my son and like that's what I needed to like knock everything right chemically. In my brain. Right. Like, like those first few seasons that but, you were on the show, you were like a child still you're a teenager and so I mean and then there was like compounding circumstances on top of just the fact that you were a teenage girl like who wouldn't be moody with their mom you know that kind of stuff like yeah there were there were like a lot of factors you know I was dealing kind of with a lot of my own stuff that I didn't even work out until somewhat recently you know just um just stuff like with my uh in general just things I, I like went through uh, growing up mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I was just holding on to like a lot of resentment and stuff um, for things. And then, uh, yeah, I had gone through like a, a breakup. I did this and that, you know, there's just like a bunch of things. And I was just like, not, I was not in a good place to be on a TV show. And I just felt more and more resentment as like time went on because I just feel like I, could have had a little bit more protection in a sense. Like looking back when I was in it, I wasn't fully thinking that I was just kind of feeling resentment for other things. But then like when I got older, I kind of hit a block with that because, you know, I look at like the way like my aunt Caroline kind of, you know, like my cousins were shown just in such a different light. Mm -hmm. And with me, my storyline on there with my mom, I was such a large part of her storyline and a lot of, the stuff was just negative. Um, like they never showed any of the positive aspects of my life or my personality. It was like only the negative things. And it just like really got to me, especially during the time of my life that I was in. And yeah, so it was, it was hard. I think the hardest season for me, not, not even season, like the hardest year for me was, I think it was season four. Whenever I had that, like, I don't even want to call it blonde hair. I don't know what it was, but that, and then my lips were like overly filled and like all that stuff. And 
um, that was probably like the worst time. And then like when they sent me away and I, I remember I was like so mad because we had just started filming and they're like, you're going to Vegas. And I was just like, so mad, but it was honestly like the best thing that could have happened. Um, like from there, from Vegas, uh, I went to Texas to be with my family there. And then I still got paid for that season. Um, that's why I continued doing like web chat things throughout. And, um, yeah. So it, like after I got my money from that, I moved to LA. I ha- got an internship with Celebuzz and Buzznet. Mm-hmm. And then I started working for them. And yeah. And then everything else just got better after that. Wait. So, okay. If you don't mind me asking, you said you were getting paid for that season. When were you always getting paid separate from your mom to be on the show? Or did that start happening at a certain point? So season one, um, yeah, season one, it was a, it was like a, a makeup and wardrobe budget, but it was like a lot, and I clearly didn't use it on makeup and wardrobe. <laughs> um, <laughs> so <laughs> that's what it was. So that was like a lower fee, and then after season one, and then like the popularity, I got paid more in season two, got paid more in season three, and then four, four, four and seven, I got paid i don't think i was on five or six right yeah because my mom was gone there, what's the one on unspeakable six. season no one talks about yeah <laughs> she like came back at the end of six right, right? six yeah. is the one where it's like dina came back and then it was like the twins and yeah yeah it was a, yeah a rough no one patch. talks about that season yeah because it's it's exactly why it's it's because like what we said it wasn't organic it was like they casted right you know someone that called herself an actress and wanted to be on TV. Then they casted the twins and all that stuff. So it just, it was just such a random group. And then like Dina. So it was like, why is, you know, it just didn't make sense. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. 
Claritin-D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin-D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin-D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I'm curious. So you obviously went through a lot, both on the show and off when you were younger. And the last couple seasons on Jersey now, we've seen Teresa's kids getting older, becoming kind of more a part of the storyline. They're getting confessionals and things like that. Do you, does that like make you feel, are you like stressed out when you see other kids kind of doing that? Or do you feel like it's different for everyone? And I don't know. Stressed out in what way? Like, does it stress (laughs) you out on their behalf that it's like, I want you, I don't want you to like get this hate 10 years from now for something that you said on TV when you were 16? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I can tell like certain moments where I'm like, oh, they might regret that later or they might whatever. But I, in, in the specific sense, as far as like Teresa's girls, um, I think they're doing fine. I think Melania has been an icon literally since day one. Like the, from the second she said, give me pizza, you old troll and stuff like that. Like she's just been like, you know, she's been great. Um, Gabriella has always been like quiet, but like when she does speak, like in the recent episode, you can see she has like that sense of humor and yeah. she's like very just chill. And I've always liked Gabriella. She was always like the sporty one. And, um, and Adriana now is like, that's all she's known. Like she was born on the show. It's kind of like the Kardashians kids, you know, it's like she was born on the show and that's her life. So she doesn't know any better. And I think, um, she, she's growing up in a time where she kind of gets, you know, like I said, when we were all newly on it, we didn't know how it worked. And I think she was kind of groomed to know how it works. So I'm not as worried about her or even like the newer kids in general. I think they're at this point depending on like how long the parent has been on the show, they're kind of groomed to know how to, how to be And Gia, you know, she's been on it for so long. She's always had that personality, like that, like entertainer, like you saw her in the earlier seasons, like auditioning for movies, like, you know, she was always doing dance and stuff like that. And, um, and now she's in college and she's going to be a lawyer and all that. I'm a little concerned that she doesn't think her mom needs a prenup, but she's still in school. So she'll figure that out. <laughs> um, but, but other than that, you know, she looks great. She's beautiful and, you know, bless them. Totally. So, were you back when yeah. you were on Bravo, were you, did you talk to any of the other housewives kids from other cities? Cause around the same time, there were a lot of you, kind of on the, around the same age, like Ali Shapiro and Luann's kids and Kyle's kids. Like, were you ever in touch with them much? No, I, uh, I reached out to Farah somewhat recently, um, just about like real estate school because I was, cons- I mean, I did go to real estate school. I just haven't taken the exam, but before I considered going, I reached out to Farah and I was just kind of asking her like, what she thinks about certain things. And she was really nice. I've never met her in person. Um, I've talked to Brielle. Uh, and I don't want to like offend anybody if I'm forgetting, but no, I don't really, I'm just like in general, I'm pretty, I just talk to a lot of people on social media. Like you see even how, like the way I talk to you, yeah. 
on social media is how I talk to I talk to people like I like I just know them. So it's like sometimes they'll respond and we'll talk and then sometimes that's it. Like it's totally. I'm always like if I like if I like them, I'm like we're friends. Well, I feel like that's <laughs> like, that's one of the cool things about social media is that if you're open to those kind of interactions, you can make connections with so many cool people and it doesn't have to be like, "Oh yeah, I know her because we went to this event together and then we had a mutual friend it's like no I know her because she's cool and we talk sometimes like that it doesn't have to be like as coincidental of like meeting someone and getting to know them it's just like cool to know people in lots of different contexts yeah and I think I think for me too it was like season one was just kind of like, I'm just an, a really open person in general. And I'm definitely an oversharer when it comes to social media and just like life. Um, so season one for me, it was like, I was going to be going to summer school and all that stuff. And my mom did ask me like, do you care if we show that? And I was like, I don't care, whatever, like it happens, you know? And so I didn't, but I didn't realize how just with other things, like how bad it was going to be for me. And then season two was when I it started just getting worse for me. And then season three, it was like, I, I was just like, I had given up at that point at season three. And I think it's kind of obvious, like even when they had that whole like intervention thing for me, when like my parents from Texas came up too, and I, I just like gave up. I was like, this is me on the show. Like, this is me. And I was just done kind of, yeah. you know. Um, so I didn't really... I wasn't going out to like the events or like trying to talk to people or try to do those things because I was kind of like embarrassed, you know, I just didn't want to, and I could, you know, it it was just like an uncomfortable feeling. I felt very uncomfortable in my skin during that time, like in general, but then especially after stuff was airing and I was always annoyed because I was like, you know, I'm not like doing drugs. I'm not out like sleeping with people. Like I'm literally just like, you know, I just didn't have guidance. Like as right. far you were as just like, like I didn't have structure. You or were like, like a, and I was, a young adult kind of going through it a little bit, but it wasn't looking back. It's like, it wasn't anything so scandalous. It just was like a little bit of a yeah. rough patch maybe. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. And a very, <laughs> like a very public paper. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, okay. I have to ask about Danielle Staub. That's like the number one question topic, of course. <laughs> I know yeah. that you and Danielle are not close these days. Did you mm. <laughs> Did you and her ever talk after those first couple seasons of the show? Like was there ever any kind of interaction or conversation that happened that we didn't see on the show between you two? Uh no. Um I'm trying to remember my last inter- I think my last interaction with her was in court. Uh yeah, and that was like insane. It was like it was just the whole thing was ridiculous. Um, but I'm not saying like the whole thing was ridiculous in the sense of like, obviously I shouldn't have pulled her hair. Um, but like the, the, the courtroom thing in general was just like, it was just, she was just so you would think there were cameras there the way she was acting. So that was kind of my last interaction with her. I've, there's been little like social media fights along the way, of course, because like I said, I'm impulsive. Um, I'm working on that. Uh, <laughs> but, but she, um, I, I said this with someone recently in regards to her. I am not as bothered by her anymore because I used to hear things she would say. 
And I would be like, oh my God, she's lying. Like, that's a lie. She's crazy. Da da da. And then I would want to like fight her, like, as far as like, you know, I would tweet something or whatever. Um, And as I've gotten older, I've just sort of realized like that, like, yes, she's lying. And, but I, I genuinely believe that she, like, that's her reality. And it's not one of those things like, oh, it's like my perspective and her perspective. It's like she literally is, and it's, I'm not saying this to be sarcastic how it sounds, but I do think she is mentally ill. And it's like she, you, you can't like t- reason with someone like that as far as like, like I can't hate her or blame her mm-hmm. for saying these things because she genuinely believes those things she's saying. Do you know what I'm right. saying? Am I making sense? Totally. It's like, like she believes yeah. that. And that makes it, it's like not satisfying in the same way to like clap back at someone on Twitter. If it's like, I'm not gonna like win this argument with you because it's not about that anymore, really. And even if it was, even if it wasn't, it's like, I, it's, she's going to say her things. I'm going to, you know, either way it's, there's no changing it. So why am I wasting my time is kind of where, where I'm at with that. But I do think there's like a correlation there as far as like why her daughter decided to be a psychology major like I think she maybe wanted to understand how her mom works with things you know I don't know I can't speak for her but yeah like I do think something's like off there that that she genuinely believes that and it made me feel not like feel bad for her but I was kind of like oh you know I guess yeah well even when she came back on the show a few seasons ago, it was like she kind of was being given this second chance and Teresa was friends with her all of a sudden. And over the course of those few seasons that she was on, she really kind of dug her own grave in terms of the people in that group. Like one by one, she kind of showed everyone that she couldn't be trusted or that she wasn't there for them. So it's like, in that sense, it's like, it's not even just what happened 10 years ago on the show. It's like, she kind of was let back in and then with the hair pull and the, you know, the Teresa and all that stuff, it's like, no, you just can't really, she's not the kind of person you can have around like that. Yeah. And it's like I was saying, it's like, that's her reality. So it's like, she, it's like when you lie so much and then you believe your own lies, but then there's so many and you can't fully keep track of them. And then you build upon that in your head so it's almost like even like she said with me pulling her hair, like she said how um, like she had like a bald spot on her head and then that became she had to get stitches and then that became she her head hit the cement and she had to get like her story has evolved insanely over time. And it's like, dude, it's on camera. <laughs> like It's on camera. Like you did not hit your head on the cement and need stitches like you you like. But that's why I don't even say anything. Like, I mean, technically now I am, but I'm, yeah. I'm talking to no, you. No, I know but what you mean, But it's like, I, I'm not like on Twitter tweeting her and saying stuff because it's like, why? Like, that's what she thinks happened. So why am I going to say anything if that's what she believes happened? Everyone knows that's not what happened. So why do I need right. to waste my time? It's like... You know, I, love and light, as you might say. <laughs> love and, you know what's so funny about that, too? People think I... I think people think that was like something I said because I like shouted at her. But the reason I said that is because Danielle was going through a time period on her social media where everything she was saying, she would sign it love and light Danielle 
everything was love and light, Danielle. Da da da. Oh, da da da. Love and light, Danielle. So that the, when she was doing all that shit, that I was uh, mad. And that's why I was like, love and light, Danielle. Love and light because she. That's like she. She had been signing everything on social media that way, and I'm like, you're literally being such a bitch, and then you're signing it, love and light. So that's, that's why context. I said it in my yeah. So that's why in my like little um, poorly spelled letter to her, I signed it love and light. And then when I <laughs> was fighting with her and I screamed at her, that's why I said it. But um, yeah. <laughs> and can't. now, now I feel like you since that time you're on your own journey of love and light. You know, like oh yeah, <laughs> onward and upward, love and light, all of that. Hopefully, oh yeah, all the good stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, okay. So are, is there anything that you have that you're working on that you have coming up that you're excited about these days? Yeah. So I was working as a makeup artist for like a really long time and then COVID scared me and I just like threw away everything in my kit and I just kind of took a break from it for a while. But I have started kind of getting back into that and doing that. But in the meantime, um, so many random projects. I recently partnered with um, this tech company called Canna Technology and it's really crazy what they're doing. I can't even fully explain it. It's I keep referencing. Have you seen Zoolander? I know you're younger than me, Zoolander. You know, the part when she's like, the files are in the computer. And he's like, they're in the computer. That's me every time (laughs) I'm talking to to the team members from this company. Um, They pretty much, it's the world's first molecular printer. Um, So they're, it, it essentially is turning water into any beverage that, you want. So I'm working with them specifically on creating like a line of cold brew coffee. So we're uh, developing that right now and they're going to start shipping them out early 2023, but you can pre-order them now too. So if you check out canna.com, I believe it is, but um, yeah, it's awesome. It's really cool. So I'm, that's the main thing I'm working on right now, but I have a bunch of random little projects and I have a podcast. I have a podcast too. Um, It's called Your Mom Friends. And I do it with one of my best friends. And we haven't recorded an episode in the last like three weeks because she just got a new job. So I'm letting her kind of like get in her new routine. <laughs> and uh-huh. then we're going to start recording again. But it's it's a lot of fun. And the goal is just sort of like um, any – you don't have to be a mom to listen to it. It's not – we don't talk about like lactation or like things like that. It's We talk about normal stuff. And it's just basically for the moms who maybe like you can't get a sitter to go out with your girlfriends or you just feel kind of lonely. It's like we're your mom friends. That's all. So it's fun. It's a fun time. Amazing. Well, check that out wherever you're listening to mention it all. And Ashley, thank you so much for joining us. This is so fun. Of course. Thank you for having me anytime. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show. Follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter.
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.